Hey, Chris. Yeah. What if I told you the Alien franchise is coming to VR? <laughs> yes, finally. Now, what if I told you that their developer's last game was Puzzle Bubble VR? Oh, fuck. <laughs> Hey guys, what's going on? Episode 58 is a go. I am Chris from Shuckhead Gaming. This is Ryan from the VR Grid. How you guys doing? Hello. Um, yeah. You still do Shuckhead Gaming? I thought that was like a, it's a done it's, thing. Well, you know, <laughs> we're working on it. It's a work in progress. Uh, guys, thank you so much for joining us. I know it's been a minute, so I'm making I'm poking fun at Chuck because he's the reason why. Now I'm the I reason why. Totally were. Okay, you know what happened last episode, why there wasn't an episode, is because this moron left his phone. Where'd you leave your phone? In Edson. Well, that doesn't mean anything to Edson. <laughs> <laughs> Three hours away from my home. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. Working out of town. So, uh, and we we use our phones for cameras because we don't have all the big dollar dollar we're bills. Poor. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you have to Patreon us. Actually, speaking of which, there's changes to that. So, um. Things are changing, guys. Um, it'll all, all will become clear in the next coming months. But uh, Don't worry about that. Focus on us talking. Yeah. Until then, Ryan, what are you playing? Man, I've actually been playing a lot of stuff. Um, uh, I mean, off the, I, have to, I can't not talk about Kayak Mirage. Kayak VR Mirage. I hate that name. Yes, yeah, stupid. Um, <laughs> sorry, guys, but it's, it's just even Kayak Mirage VR would work better. You know what, kayak- on a side note, I cannot wait till we get to a point in VR gaming where you don't have to have VR at the end of everything. You don't. I mean, that's the stupid thing is you really don't at this point. But we do. Time. I think we do still. It's pretty obvious when it says like. It's, but it's not. That's what I'm saying. It it has to be VR was has to be big enough that people are like, oh shit, that's a VR game. I know. Whatever. I, I like what, we're, for an example, Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, Half Life Alex. You know, these are games that stand on their own. They don't need yeah, to have VR sure. after them, right? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It's just it's, it's never. I'm never encouraged when I like see a game that's like tennis VR. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. No. I know, I know, I know, I know. But anyways, you digress. Um, yeah, <laughs> Kayak VR Mirage, I mean, I'm absolutely, it's kind of set a new bar for me as far as like, like, like just what VR can do. It honestly looks better than Half-Life Alex. And what I mean by that is that it's just, it's it's all realistic settings and it's made hyper real. Like things are a little bit almost too pretty at times. Um, but it does feel like you're in these locales or so close. I mean, it's not it's still, you still know you're in a game, but you know, it, it's a kayak game. There's not a lot to it. There's only four maps. You know, you can race kayaks, but it's, it's not the point. The point is, it's it's absolutely gorgeous and beautiful, and is now like going to be my go-to. Like, show someone in like another VR, like what VR is capable of. Yeah. It honestly feels like the next step. And I know we have like Hubris is right around the corner, yeah. Um, as well as like Lo-Fi whenever that comes out. But as far as like right now today, like Kayak VR Mirage is now going to be like, hey, hey, man, like come try this out, and then hopefully blow some minds because it's um it's something beautiful and sexy and amazing the, the, um, those three titles you mentioned are all three titles where i feel like the developer was kind of like fuck the quest fuck psvr like i want to make i want to make oh the yeah best looking graphics i absolutely can in vr like that's that is one of the key features and it's like you know it's it's listed as like one of the key features key features when you read the and- go to the game right 
all three are supposed to be coming to PSVR two as well, um, according to the developers. In you know, yeah, their plans, and that, and I hope so. But I think that any of us who were around in 2016, we have to remember that everything was coming to PSVR at yeah. that time because it was like it was the thing to say, and it's one of those things where, okay, but we have to start waiting until people really get their hands like other like multiple developers have put out titles and we start to see what the thing's really capable of in different sets of hands. It's like, I mean, it's no doubt the first party, first party studios by Sony are going to pull off some amazing things on this, but the PSVR two is not endless power, you know, like, yeah, uh, like for example, like as with a 2080 being the recommended specs for kayak VR Mirage, you know, unless they optimize that, which they obviously will have to. Um, they have. I mean, it's actually you can run it on substantially lower settings than that yep. on a way more power. I mean, it is. It's still fairly well optimized. I'm just um, saying, like, if you want to yeah. see, like, for example, if they were to just port this game over to the PSVR. It won't be able to run it at max settings um, unless they foveated rendering. That's what I'm tracking. saying. But that's what I'm getting at. They'll have to oh. take advantage of those things for sure. And that's what I meant by it. It'll be interesting to see uh, how the PSVR two and the PS five are utilized when this starts getting to different developers with different budgets and skill sets and capabilities right so that i'm just saying that'll be interesting i don't think it's just as across the board like coming to ps5 like yeah uh, i'll i i'll we'll see if lo-fi ever comes to the ps5 <laughs> well i mean it's i mean he's us it's, it's it's already been announced for ps5 i know it, it was is. it was the first game announced for ps5 i, I know but blair's i don't know we'll see i mean until he delivers a full game on pc it's not even a conversation in my head. Sure, I guess. Fine. Sorry okay. to be I'm, the real. Yeah, I'm Chris. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to cut you off here. Have you played any VR recently? Just to, before I just keep rambling? No. Okay, you didn't shut up. I'm good. Uh, so I played Super Kit, the sequel to Super... No, to to the top. I played around with that. It's it very is much... Super Kit to the top, which I think is another... We're talking about dumb titles. Super Kit. I swear to God, that's the only reason why they did it. They're like, you know what? Screw it. They're not going to use it. We're going to use they it. They should have called it to the top super kit. Like, what's wrong with you? Super top. But it's only it's in early access right now, so obviously there's a lot more to be added to the game. From what I play, just the, like the first stage or like the a stage, I'm not quite sure how it works. It's very much the exact same game, only the visuals are have been like dramatically increased. It's not like crazy, but it's like futuristic. It looks better. I mean, it looks yeah. like a sequel. Um, otherwise, as far as gameplay goes, from what I could tell, from what I remember, it's it's to the top. Like, I mean, it's still you're still grabbing at things and leaping and parkouring and all that stuff. So it's it's good. If you, I mean, it was a game that was praised what five years ago. Um, and it's more of that. We'll see how much more of that is supposed to have, like you said, combat and stuff like that's supposed to be in there eventually. It's not in there yet, as far as I could tell. Um, but I mean, time will tell it's early access. So I think they're planning for release roughly four months from now. Yep. So, so, so yeah, things have changed. I mean, I'm, I haven't played it. So, I mean, as far as what I've played, no, but I am planning this weekend. I'm planning to like take a real deep dive in the things I've been missing. So on my deck to play is this game. Uh, kayak VR, and I want to play uh, F122. Pretty, I'm pretty pumped to play that. If you guys, you guys know I'm a racing guy, and I also really want to dive into the PC version of uh, Green Hell VR, being the survival net. It looks like it's had some updates, so I'm hoping that uh, to enjoy that. One of the things Ryan that you complained about was the fire building. It sounds like they've done quite a bit to um, like educate people better on how to do that, um, and they've even changed up some of that up. But going back to Super Kit, Super kit to the top <laughs> um 
although I do like super top. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, four months, and they've got a they have a a bit of a what you call it um, a development roadmap, which I love that they put that in. Right, actually, they call it the early access roadmap. Um, and so they've got quite a bit coming still. It's just more levels, more enemies. Things have changed though. Um, there is combat in this now and, and combat abilities and powers is what they say. Um, you take on dynamic foes, uh, and you, you gain like, uh, like energy and power. As opposed to static foes? Well, (laughs) true. Hey, I mean, based on the last game that you, that might be something. It is. Yeah. I guess that's true, right? But the fact is there's combat here. You know what it kind of reminds me of? Just the way the sequel is. It, it make, makes me feel um, kind of like, uh, what you call it, um, Windlands 2 compared to Windlands 1, where they took a game yeah, that, was, okay, yeah, that was all yeah. about, like, it was very early VR, so it was all about, like, the wow-ness of, of movement, um, un, you know, untethered movement in VR. And then the second one get game now is like okay fuck i guess we should we were probably gonna want to do something in this game because it does sound like they say like explore the game uh find artifacts and gain power so it sounds like they're trying to build some kind of uh depth into the game it does look much better um like i said it's early access so i don't know i'm not gonna judge it when there's they're still playing adding so much to it so it's you know it's 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 there if you guys want it. it's like 20 pc bucks only by the way i think right now pc only though they've already said once again psvr2 um, which I imagine would happen. Yeah, I can see this showing up on App Lab probably next after this. Um, I would I imagine mean, to the, they want to the top. I mean, they didn't get it. I mean, that was one of the stories, right? They didn't yeah. get it on the Oculus Store. They're an App Lab. They're one of yeah. the first App Labs. I was just like, well, they're not an App Lab story. A side quest because App Lab wasn't that. Yeah, thing true. Yet. I never played it on side quest. I don't like. I can't vouch if whether the game played well. Like, there might be a reason why it ended up. Inside, I mean, uh, we I look at it as the PSVR version. I'm like, what? Why did that not make it to the store? But it might have been a janky piece of shit. Like, I don't know. I heard it wasn't, but I mean, I, I heard was, it was. This I is ages either, ago, right? It's been a while. But anyways, I mean, this kind of just lends itself into the topic is the fact that it's just nice to see Electric Hat Games make a sequel. I mean, sure. that's kind of what we were talking about. It's Th- just, that was our yeah, last episode, just, two it's, episodes it's, ago. It's just yeah. nice to see developers, VR developers, still around. They yeah. they did well enough to take another another kick at the can, right? And I and I that's just good news all around. Um guys, this is the topic today was kind of something that I wanted I, I wanted to jump into. Um with the announcement um that Servios is going to be doing uh, a new alien game based on the Ooh. franchise. Like they've they've got the rights from 20th century, whatever they're calling themselves now, because Disney bought them. Oh yeah, they're not Fox, that's right. But they're keeping the 20th century. It's like 20th century films or something. Um, they've still got the look a little bit for now. I think I think Disney's going to use it as a banner for their less Disney titles. Um, but anyway, uh, that was announced. I have feelings around that. But mainly what I wanted to go to is it just made me thinking about like Servios because I feel like um, there's a real there's a story. There's a discussion here around kind of the like the legacy the history of of servios because i don't really think there is one there's not a single developer that even holds a candle to servios as a as a vr only developer basically um they're one of the ogs and they have continually pumped out titles and mostly decent titles although 
I feel I would like, say they're all decent. I feel like I mean, there's been a drop in quality and I want to get there, but I, I kind of wanted to go back to the beginning and, and, uh, you know, kind of deconstruct how the beginnings of Servio. So for people who don't necessarily know exactly where the studio uh, came from and, and just kind of talk about their, their legacy of games. Cause I think there's a really, uh, kind of interesting evolution of a studio. Um, you know, we talk about a VR studio that's still around making games that hasn't been, I think, always easy for them and i think that that has probably fueled some of the decisions that uh that they've made that i don't necessarily say love um but kicking things off for me personally i i you know i was looking back at the studio here and it was basically created by these two graduates out of the university of southern california um there was a mixed reality lab i guess that they worked in there and they developed something called project holodeck um that they raised a bunch of funds for and uh this is back in 2012 and they were like trying, they basically wanted to bring what they thought should be VR home entertainment. And, and they basically created their first game that was called Wild Skies. And it was kind of a co-op tech demo. Um, and they says here that it was active VR gameplay, full body tracking and avatar embodiment. Uh, it also says they like one of the first ones to do like a, like sounds like a what the heck was it like a mobile vr unit or something like they were definitely really pushing boundaries these two guys and uh and that was even before they made the games that we would that would we would think of of servios for and uh because it wasn't until what was it here 2015 when they brought raw data to the pc and uh a lot of us probably played that on the psvr well your thoughts what did you on raw data i remember it being a big deal just because um it had already been on pc for a while and obviously at the time both me and you were just psvr exclusive players then um and the biggest thing um, with raw data was the fact that um it didn't have the multiplayer attached to it yeah that was a huge the pc side of things um that being and you know it was a and it was a single so on the psvr was a single player wave shooter but it wasn't just a wave shooter because you actually could move around the environments and the further you got um, it actually became almost like a almost it, tower defensey in a way, depending upon which class of guys you you chose and how you had to protect your that core, or whatever it was. I remember doing that. I remember it was the first time. I think it was the first time in VR we had like a pump shotgun. Yeah, I think is if I if I remember that for PSVR, PSVR guys. it was one of the first tastes that we got of like a of two handed shooter combat games. The things we and the sword, right? I mean, yeah, the things that we all dreamed about playing in in VR. It was one of the first games to really do that. I remember that it got a PS4 Pro patch that it really needed because the resolution was pretty low, like to get it originally to get that running on the PSVR, which is why there was no multiplayer too. They just couldn't, they couldn't get the game to run the PSVR with all of that. Um, But I remember it won, it won awards actually. I was reading here that like, or at least TechCrunch hailed it as perhaps the most advanced first person shooter in VR. Like it really was like, genre defining when it well it's out. claim to fame is the fact it was the first vr game to have a hundred million dollars in sales yeah uh, and that was a hundred million or I, a million I, oh sorry million sorry uh, <laughs> whoa <laughs> 100 million, million yeah, sale, yeah. <laughs> no a million sorry a, a million in sales sorry which is uh, was a big it was still dude, a, in 2016 man? in 2022 it's still a big deal it, right you know it's still a benchmark right um I found like I'm like this is going back into my past, right? And like into and PSVR was what I had, and I remember loving it. And it was I did I, I did put people into it, 
but I also remember being just frustrated by the controls. It was one of the first games that, uh, you know, like I said, it was one of those PC games that we all really wanted to play. And it was, I think it's one of the first games that was, you know, made for, to be brought over to the PSVR and let us see why some of these games weren't coming to PSVR. Like it was, you could see it was like, oh my God, there's a lot of buttons that need to happen here. And, and sometimes the game, when it's combat got really heavy, it was a lot. Like I remember just like, like oh, walking yeah. away, just going, ah, because I couldn't, I knew I couldn't turn around and, and razzle dazzle quick enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually rebought it on PC. I haven't played it yet. And the reason I rebought it was like, I really want to play raw data the way it was supposed to be played. Yeah, I definitely felt like, I mean, just, even though there was, you could change difficulty, but the harder, the later stages in that game were, I found to be very, very, very challenging on PlayStation just because you like, just, it really did feel like I could have used a buddy, you know? You and I should throw down a co op on that one time. No. I, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, if you buy it for me on PC. Actually, I might own it. I have no idea if I own the PC version or not. <laughs> um, Cheap. Yeah. It's, you shut your God mouth. damn, it's still $44 Canadian. Mm, I'm not buying it. <laughs> wow. I must have bought that. On, I know I bought that on sale. But Servio's always, they always have their, they're, they're, their games are on sale all the time. So I think that's probably why. It looks, just, it still looks really good on PC. Oh yeah. It's a <laughs> title, man. Like, yeah, it is a good looking game. Um, Yeah. Anyway. So, I mean, raw data, I mean, was Servio's planting the flag and, uh, and it really is one. It's still a benchmark VR title. I think in, in at least, for what it for what it was and what it was trying to do. I mean, obviously, you know, mm-hmm. we've come. I mean, I guess sadly we haven't come that far from from raw data in sometimes, in some ways. But uh, yeah, I I still love raw data. It's it, it. I mean, at its core, it's a wave shooter. It is, and so oh yeah, but, you know. But it was a it was it still is a, a lot of fun to pick up, and I'd still throw people into it. And then after raw data. I think that was Sprint Vector. Sprint Vector, absolutely. Which took the world by storm for like two or three months, and then no one no one played anymore. But it was a good. It was good. It had a good solid start and run. Um, I I enjoyed that game when it came out. It was it was I was I think it was the first time in VR um, that I got tired playing in VR. Like because you had to oh, it just faster you move, the faster you move your arms, the faster you ran. So you and it was multiplayer. And you know, I would play at the game's launch. Those lobbies were full. And I I want to say it was cross platform, but I don't, it was okay. Yep, it was PC um, and PSVR. So the lobbies were full. So it's you and eight of the guys just just pumping your arms as fast as you can, oh, just to get as much speed as you can. And then, but I mean, once again, play on PlayStation was a, a bitch because to turn you had to like turn the moves or push the buttons, and the turning was like really it didn't. It felt a little bit janky. I remember it feeling like really janky. Well, because the game, uh, I think, really was designed for you to move. Yeah, it yourself was, it, it, for you to tracking. Yeah, and, and you're right. It was it was it was quick. It was quick spins basically on the PSVR. It was almost it was almost like a click turn, um, and that and it had to be because it was you needed to be quick. But it was it was rough. Um, a little bit. Oh, rough, but it was. It was yeah, it was rough is awkward. not the word. Yeah, rough's not the right word. It was. It was just a little bit awkward, but it didn't bother me. I mean, it was a game that looked about the same across all platforms, with maybe being sharper on PC. I yeah, it was stylized to be very cartoonish. You could tell it was a game that was designed for cross-platform. Like I feel like it was. I remember when it came out, I was like, "This was, this was made with the idea that there was a PSVR in the game, and mm-hmm. that they wanted to sell units and." uh 
I just I fucking love that game. Uh, it's funny. I don't play it a lot because it kicks my ass. Yeah, but I love playing that game. I think it. I think it has one of the coolest movement systems in VR. Like for those of you who haven't played it, it's well. <laughs> it is. I, I think it's worth playing that game just for the like the the, the like that opening arena that you can just screw around in. Once you started getting good, because you're on like roller skates oh, yeah. or roller skates, roller blades, like almost like a hover roller blade. And when you get that sense of like inertia that's built into the game where like you could like spin around and then just let yourself like slide backwards and you start getting into the advanced controls where you can actually put a hand down and like and like start carving through corners and you start getting that like speed going and you start realizing that like a bicycle you can get speed going and then you can like actually use that. You don't have to keep continually pumping. Uh, well, it had climbing aspects. The climbing like, kicked your of... ass because it really, yeah. it wasn't just like this. It wanted you to launch yourself. But it was like it was like Mario Kart in VR, except like on rollerblades. Um, yeah, it had weapons too. You could actually you could hit your opponents and knock them out of commission for a few seconds. Here's a like... deep cut. Do you remember when we were growing up? There was a show that came out that was like definitely trying to cash in on American gladiators. And it was called, I think it was called roller warriors. No, it was American gladiators on rollerblades. And that's all I think of with sprint vector. And if I can, if I can find a clip <laughs> of it, I'm going to put it in the video guys here. Cause it is literally sprint vector. Gross. But Sprint Vector is awesome. Sprint Vector was, <laughs> I mean, like in super, the Superman flying and the power ups. I just remember that it was just a lot on the PS controllers because it's like you're trying to like shoot and like and no, turning it was a lot it was a lot on the users man because like i said three four races like you were done like you were just uh, 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 which is good but at the same time it did like, limit play times <laughs> you know, like, i mean it's not the type of game you're like yeah i'm gonna go crush some super hot tonight yeah i'm gonna go relax and play some For super all hot. night not super hot or not super hot vector um but yeah you know it's just it's I I put I always put people in it and they always are like that's amazing. Do you want to play again? No, no, no. That's good. I'm <laughs> yeah. good. I'm good. Uh, it was one of the first games that made me like realize I don't like sweating in my PSVR headset. I was like, oh, I don't mind it. Rose. Well, in PSVR though, yeah, PSVR. So, so I don't I like guess I don't like sweating any of them. It's just glasses. Everything just fogs up. It's just a dis- I'm just a disaster. So raw data, beloved. Sprint vector, beloved. What's next? Oh yeah, you know what's next? Electronauts. Is it is that one next already? Electronauts. It seems there's one more before then. No. <laughs> well, talk about your game then. I think you're wrong, but No, I'm not. I'm already looking at here. Sprint Vector and Electronauts <laughs> both came out in 2018. Yeah, what do you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lucky guess. All right, talk about your stupid game. <laughs> my stupid, uh, my stupid I, I, game I, won two Indigo Awards, one for best sound design and one for best use of music. For I game. gave it like an eight out of ten. It's not a stu- it's just it's not my jam, but it's you you love this kind of crap, so you go. Yeah, it's it's not the game, it's Ryan's stupid. <laughs> um yeah, twenty eighteen. Good review. It gave it a good review. Man, they cr- <laughs> they crushed three games out in twenty eighteen. That's crazy. Yeah, I remember thinking it was like, God Jeez. damn, that's nuts. Um they're definitely they've got to be a decent sized studio. But anyway, um obviously guys, you know I love electronauts. I here's it's just jumping off of Sprint Vector. I think this this is why Servios to me was so awesome. Not only were they making games that were good and that I liked, they were crazy innovative. Like Sprint Vector, you know, 
nothing controlled like sprint vector. No, no one had done anything like sprint vector. And then electronauts, no one had done anything like electronauts. Like they were, they were like genre defining, genre creating. Uh, mm-hmm. I obviously, guys, I love electronauts. You haven't checked it out, and you and you like music. I'm not even an electronic music guy. And I still fucking love that game because of just the way that you could like you felt awesome playing it. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. You were it, you were taking it, they broke all the game up into samples that you could either like play or loop or change the volume of and bring in and out. And then they like put some samples onto like drum pads and like and like uh, like heart type things. And then in you so you could like kind of really play with them. And you could like literally just like do a live DJ set. And but the thing is, is that everything felt awesome and i've always said this i've stolen this before from uh preach there uh what the heck was his full name now i can't remember preacher vr i think that's all it was yeah that's all it was preacher plays and and he said uh you know every every if every if if this was a painting game every stroke would be the mona lisa and that's kind of how this game made you feel like it was hard it was hard to sound shitty um but it took some skill to sound great like you if you had you had to have some rhythm and some and kind of like uh, a little bit of a head for structuring music but like you could hit those drum pads you're like oh fucking amazing and i remember having friends play it and they didn't realize there were like a lot of crazy algorithms going on in there and they'd come away like holy shit someone get me on the fucking tour trail i'm amazing i could be a dj like i don't think they realized how much work the game was doing to make them sound great but well it had that social screen aspect too where if you want if you had the setup you could potentially like broadcast your oh yeah vr dj self and it looked like you were mixing all the shit like it, it was that was cool like i'm a nerd it. man i've dj yeah. parties at my house before yeah you're a nerd i'm totally <laughs> and i didn't have to socialize that was the other great thing there's like where's shug he's upstairs doing music playing he's playing why does he have a mask on too he doesn't want to talk because he's fucking the third <laughs> daft punk guy let him be <laughs> Uh, which which they also kind of embraced the fact that it had that kind of spaceman space punk, right. Daft Punk thing going on, but I loved it. I know it's not necessarily your thing, but I bought it on multiple headsets. I just love that game. Uh, no, I, I enjoyed it for what it was, but I also have no musical talent, so that combination, like, just I'm not gonna sit here and just like bleep, 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 and just not make music because I'm that bad, and I was that bad at that game. I just you know, but like, there's a like raw or data that. sprint vector yeah. electronauts, and you have three games all in completely different genres. And all crazy innovative in their own way. Beloved. They're all beloved. There you go. Um, <laughs> and then that's when we start to get into the less beloved. No, I, well, okay, fine. Fine. Yes. Although I still, I, I do like Creed. Um, it took some liberties as far as like the the stamina. I guess stamina is really the only real problem with that game. In my personal opinion. And obviously, yeah. once again, stamina on system has to work. Yeah, because they just it basically gamified stamina, which just didn't make sense in VR. Like there should have been there should have been a mode in there to basically turn stamina off, especially in multiplayer. Like where you just like box, just box until like you know you get tired because the way that the game the way that system worked, matches or rounds were like like you know three minutes, and you can sit there and, and you know if you block too much, your stamina would go down. Like it was, I just wasn't it wasn't quite the ideal boxing game you want. It was still a great boxing. Game. I remember once again bringing up Preacher Plays, playing him online and beating the shit out of him every <laughs> single round. Oh my god, it was so funny because he was getting so angry, and I just kept winning and just laughing in his face. Oh, like, yeah. oh man, you gotta get better. I was so good, but the, it was great. And I mean, now you kind of have to like you know if you want to find a match online, you kind of got to hunt down a buddy. I still hear uh, sometimes people talk about playing it though. 
yeah, oh yeah, looking for a buddy to play, a, you know, Creed Online. Like, they're out there, but you have to find them. No one's actively like just sitting there waiting for the, someone else to find their game. I like Creed, but I mean, you brought up the, uh, in, the innovation that was Sprint Vector as far as the movement system. And Servios also was like, you know what? We do have something here. Let's put that in a boxing game. And so they put it in two parts in the game. One where you're on the treadmill for like the five seconds you're on a treadmill. Yeah. But then once again, that stamina system, if you got knocked down, yeah, you're like, it basically right. puts you at like the back of the arena. Yeah, I know. You, you, it was like tunnel vision to your yeah. body. And in order to get back, you had to like run to get back. And, you know, if, obviously if you got knocked out again, you had to run even faster to get back. And... Man, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, it's like it is a good gameplay mechanic because you it's you paid, bad, but, but you paid yeah. for going down. You know what I mean? Like it was instead of them like being able to beat the shit out of you, so you felt the same as your character. They just beat you down physically, so that when you got back to your character, you you were like you were spent, like you were, and you had to and you had to like get up and and save your ass um, to the, get to the bell. I, I like that. Here's the thing for me: I feel that Creed for Servios, uh, I liked it. I, I really liked it in some ways. I really liked it. I'm uh, it. I yeah, really liked it. it was, and it was really fun. And it, and it, and it was like, it looked really good too for the, like for a PSVR game as fact. Well, it's licensed. I mean, you're talking about Creed. It but this had, is like, the thing. Like this is. I feel like this was, this was a turning point for Servios and not necessarily in a good way. I feel like this is when Servios started to, uh, they wanted license. They started going for licensing, which sets them apart, though, in the fact that they, I was like, damn, like, Servios got the Creed license. Like, it's like, and that's, you know, then that's kind of interesting because where we are right now. But it was definitely like Servios was making big moves that a VR, basically a VR only developer was like going after licensing to like something big. And so that was awesome that they, you know, but ne- usually licensed games aren't awesome and i feel that like sometimes i think they they spend a little bit too much time trying to utilize the license that like creed could have been a little there just could have been more to it um i feel definitely and i feel and and the other thing is i also feel like when i say turning point this was also when servios became the company that started launching things that weren't as polished like i mean obviously it wasn't there for the beginning of raw data but I can definitely say that like Sprint Vector and Electronauts, when they launched, they were super polished and like they weren't really getting a lot of up. There wasn't a need to like for big updates to like fix things and 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 get things up to where they should have been. Whereas every game since has been like that. And like Creed's and where Creed's stamina system was definitely questionable. And the multiplayer was brutal. Remember, remember the dead eyes, the missing missing eyes, and the chanky ass legs on the characters. I mean, they 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 fixed the eyes, um, but there was there, the there was just the multiplayer wasn't ready. Um, it was you know it was crossplay again, again very ambitious for them, uh, and that's awesome. But it just didn't work. It just wasn't super polished. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't up to their standards. I didn't feel. And I remember like and you know and some of the graphics on the PSVR were. Uh, pretty hurting and they finally got a pro patch out as far as resolution goes and it just i don't know it just it didn't it wasn't a game that was nearly as ready for prime time 
I don't think it stood the test of time as well. I think that's kind of one of these things too. Is like Spring Factor still holds up? Um, Electronauts holds up. Raw data still holds up for a wave shooter because they're so and innovative. Yeah, that's what I'm. And, and, and I think because like I said I, at the time, at the time I loved Creed. I, I gave it a really a really high score. I I was in love with that game. I just think over time though we've had better boxing games. Um, maybe not on PSVR, obviously, but I just think it's not, you know, looking back, it's not one I'm like craving to go back to. Like basically, unless, unless a friend was like, Hey man, want to play Creed? I won't play Creed anymore. I'd rather play honestly, knockout league or, um, thrill of the fight. Um, which if you have a PC or quest, get thrill of the fight. If you want boxing, man, that'll, that'll kick your ass. There's no stamina system in that baby that you're all, you're the only stamina. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Well, so they, yeah. When I was hang on, just I'm getting sidetracked here. I'm just looking at here something. Um, yeah, and the other thing that I feel that was a turning point again for Servios was that well, let's make no mistake. Like raw data and uh, Sprint Vector, and well, to a lesser degree, Electronauts were already fairly like they weren't deep titles. You know, they were, were very much like jump in, level up, or whatever. You know, like they, arcade man. These one could say they were arcadey games. I feel that like Creed was. I mean, they also started to do arcade stuff. I yeah, think exactly. as a, as a, actual as, physical as arcade, a revenue yeah. streams, and I feel like that was to the detriment of their home titles because I feel like that was partly what was going to fuel uh, this cr- fueled Creed. Like the design of Creed and then Battle Wake, where it was kind of like depth was way less of an issue. It was much more of like going for that jump in, have an experience thing that they were. So they were doing like the arcade experience at home. And for someone like me who was like looking for something to like, you know, really bite into, I just felt like that that was less exciting for me. And Creed, I thought, was the kind of the beginning of that. Like, I mean, a lot of people were like, I wish there was a much more robust career mode type thing. And because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it really wasn't much better than um, what the heck was the other boxing game that we loved that you liked. And it, it was the more I, knockout league. Yeah, it was. It really wasn't much more than knockout lead for the campaign. Just go through the guys, fight the main guy. They added some DLC, which added in some like, uh, like uh, Dr- Drago and stuff like that. Yeah. When the yeah, new yeah. movie came out, but and Creed two came out, but I don't know. It was just, it didn't have a ton of depth to it uh and like i mean you talk about arcadey you compare that to thrill of the fight which you and i have talked about and you loved thrill of the fight was love you know love not loved yeah. love you know what i mean but like you know what i mean like thrill of the fight was definitely like there was it was more in depth to a real boxing game create oh, yeah. more accessible and that's fine i mean it has done a lot better probably because of that it just felt like a very accessible very light licensed game and I feel like that's kind of why it maybe was a little more forgettable than the games that came before it. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, for sure. Yeah. I mean, that, that, I mean, you you mentioned Battle Wake, and I mean, I'm honestly uh, like like, and you, Battle Wake, I think is exactly to your point where um, I loved Battle Wake when Battle, you know, you're behind the helm of a pirate ship and you're, you know, like trying to you you're trying to like you know steer your ship to like you know fire at the pirates you know next to you, and it was like really cool, fun, awesome, but there was so little depth to the game. That once you once you played through the first four missions in the campaign, you know you got to play as a new captain for like you know for sixteen missions. But the game, other than one or two missions that like basically like took away your weapons or something crazy, it was the same game again and again and again. Yep. And you know the multiplayer, which was 
honestly fun. It was super fun. Only had one map. So it was just like, like how many times, it doesn't matter how many times you play different people, but it's the same map again and again and it again. It was and so, really bare bones. Uh, yeah. I, it was the first Servios game that I was like. Bare skull and bones. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Battle Wake was the first Servios game where I was like, damn, that wasn't awesome. I mean, I don't think I gave it a crap review, but I was just like this. I, I'm not going to remember this game in T minus, you know, uh, it, well, and what's funny is um, Battle Wake, um, there's a game uh, yep. on PC. It's super similar. Furious now. Seas. Furious Seas. And it, the, Furious Seas actually got a, a full release last year. I never covered the game. I made I've to. never played it. I, own, I downloaded it. I own it. And I heard that it's better than Battle Wake. And Battle Wake ripped it off a lot. Although they did both oh, in yeah. 2018. So, or, well. No, but, but Furious Seas was, was in development since 2016. Like they were, they were yeah. losing early access forever. And Battle Wake just totally aped it. I'm not saying that like Servia stole it. I mean, it's more than enough. You but know, it, you can have another- it definitely looks very similar. And plays identically. <laughs> like, well, and I argue they both ripped pretty hard on... Uh, on the Assassin's Creed uh, ship fight, yeah, which like I said, I fucking loved. I loved Black Flag. So when that when they showed Battlewake, I was like, "Oh yes!" Uh, which is funny now because it's been years in development, but Ubisoft's actually bringing out a game. The name of it's escaping me. That is a full fledged game based on the the ship combat. Yeah, yeah, I remember hearing that. But anyway, I just remember like there was way more depth in that Assassin's Creed game. Than there wasn't this. You couldn't really like really upgrade your ships. Uh, it just wasn't that interesting. No, like I said, I mean, in, in, like, across the board, I think everybody reviewed the game. No one hated it, but everyone kind of felt like, yeah, like there's not a lot here. It, it, kind of, it did kind of feel like like the first misstep from Servios. Like Creed, you know, I, like, I feel like they phoned it in. Creed. I feel like Servios phoned it in, which is better than most people's best efforts. But for a Servios yeah, title, yeah, it felt sure. very stripped down, very arcadey, kind of pushed out the door a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, it like it yep. looked nice. Uh, it had Servios's games have started to have a look to them. That's like almost this like they've mastered this like it's kind of cartoony, it's kind of realistic. We've made it so it runs well. Um, like they are yet to do a game that I thought that is just visually like going for a much more realistic or a, like a grittier grounded look i can't and this and and this is going to take me to my concerns you can't say that at all because they've made one that you know of but even two games yeah but even walking dead it was a okay it was a it was a step in the right direction so i played today the westworld game which i was gonna say was another thing that came out in 20 and that is impressive as hell i heard it um it is. It's. I'm not saying it's mind blowing. It's actually. It's only five chapters. It's relatively short because I, I. I think Westworld's next, isn't it? Yeah, it was 2018 as well. It's weird. It's not on this list that I'm looking at. I know. Well, but weird. it is. If you're on the PC, uh, you're right. It doesn't make the game release, but then it's down the awards area, which is weird. Yeah, it's so weird. So, anyways, Westworld Awakening, yeah, 2019. So I guess, yeah, okay. So we're in that same. We'll just say it's the next game. <laughs> it made came before, but I just played that today. And I actually, I just went to go check my Steam library because I knew there was a sale happening mm-hmm. and I already owned it. So I was like, all right, well, the reason why I didn't play it, I think I bought it because it was like, it was like 70, 80% off or something ridiculous. It was like a four or $5 game, yeah. but I didn't watch the series yet. So I just kind of like put that on the shelf. Have you watched it? So 
Good. No, I haven't watched the series yet, but I, for this conversation, I was like, well, I may as well play it because I know you didn't play it either. And it's impressive. Um, it's honestly, I'm not, it's the character models and stuff are honestly really close to the character models we got in Lone Echo. Yeah. Like they, like they look really good, like really good. And the acting is amazing. It's dark, man. I mean, the first, the first big interaction, you know, the first big VR, oh, wow moment. I mean, spoiler alert, you get stabbed in the face. And that is full blown knife in your head, and then like it. You know, I'm not gonna you know exactly say what happens as far as the game goes, uh, but it's uh, it's impressive. And I had to laugh because the first you know as soon as you start, it's like please move your arms to walk forward. Oh, if you want to change, God, if, 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 if you want to change this, go to settings, settings, thumbstick on. Yeah, they really wanted to. They put <laughs> even have a, they even have a name for it. They even talk about up here that they like debuted their. Oh, that was like their patented thing. That was their locomotion. Quotation. Yeah, because that, that that cured that cured motion sickness. That was their big thing with Sprint Vector. It was a fast game, no motion sickness. And like I said, it's a it's a good system. It just doesn't have to be in Must, every single it game. Worked. Yeah, I mean, I didn't like it. it's not my thing. Um, but anyways, Westworld was impressive as heck, and honestly, um, like Westworld, like. Before we had this conversation, the conversation is basically stimming about these guys are making aliens, and it's kind of like, eh, can they do that? The Westworld game convinced me that they probably can. And I was just about to say, I it kind of like I kind of forgot about that game, so I'd like to retract my comments about their uh, visual style. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's an outlier a little bit. I mean, it's visually really impressive. Uh, and it, play, it plays good. Like it's, it's a stealth game. Um, it's it's pretty basic. Honestly, it looks like the same kind of stealth that was in Jurassic Park Aftermath. Just hide under the table, wait till this guy comes past, and then get out of the table. But the presentation, story, and obviously you know, they got some money backing it because oh, yeah, it looks you can tell it's sexy. Well, the publisher is the studio. Um, it's yeah. Warner Bros. Interactive. Yeah, and but like I said, I've only played through the first two stages out of five in there. But it honestly gave me like you know, alien isolation vibes. Like as far as like you being stalked by this thing and having to hide and not that I want alien isolation to be Servios's like that direction they want to go. But, um, I definitely, after playing good to do that, I think I, after playing Westworld, I, they, I'm more convinced that they could do it than not, I guess. Yeah. Um, but we can talk about this when we get to the end of the end of these games list here. But, uh, yeah, I was, I was impressed. It's only, it's a very short game. I think it's still, it's actually expensive 30 bucks. US for like maybe three hours, it seems like. It doesn't seem like there's a ton of game there, which seems a bit pricey, but um, license that being said, it's license. quality, but it's quality. I, I mean, you can't, I, you pay for quality, man, and you do get that here. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's, I think that's a really important footnote in their, in their history, although like, it, but it does play along with what I was saying about them still seeming to really go after license titles. Like, in, in fact, Battle Wakes, the outlier. Like once they did Creed, they've pretty much done licensed titles, uh, you know. Um, and so I mean, Ted, Westworld may have come out before Creed. I mean, Creed was the end of the year, so I Westworld, think I think Westworld came out after. But I don't know. It was it was sold as an experience, so it was kind of hard to really. I have a really hard time trying to place where that happened. Um, but the next game after that was a real kind of shift in direction, I guess, for them. <laughs> oh no, never mind. I'm I'm getting ahead of myself. Walking Dead Onslaught was next. Yeah, it's, it's this guy right here. Walking Dead Onslaught. Yeah. <laughs> so Ryan and I, I think we were out, speaking of outliers, I feel like we outliers. were, as far as like uh, VR reviewers that matter, <laughs> uh, 
uh, we were probably two of the few that didn't hate on it because I think we kind of were like liked it for what it was. Um, Walking Dead uh, on Westwood came out before before. Bam! There um, you go. <laughs> anyways, sorry. Walking Dead Onslaught, for anyone who was paying attention back uh, while it was in development, I had a really rough development cycle. And I don't know exactly what was going on, but they debuted that game earlier, like at, oh, yeah. at some game show. And it was a different game. It was like a four player co-op thing. I think it was two player co-op. Was it? You're right. It was probably it was. I think it was two player, but it was a co-op. Was... It was a co-op arcade shocker, two player co-op arcade kind of. Uh, just like run through and kill Left for Dead, kind of kill everything. And I don't know, I was kind of excited for that game. And then like we got Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, and I remember thinking to myself, "Oh shit!" And for those of you who don't know, uh, Servios had the licensing to the show, and Walking Dead Saints and Sinners had the licensing from the comic book. That's why it had that uh, telltale look to it. Is that it was they were both pulling from comic book licensing and. Uh, mm-hmm telltale just happens to look like that but that's how they had so there was a licensing split and that's why saints and sinners didn't have any of the characters it didn't have daryl's crossbow blah 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 um and i just remember thinking to myself that servios i thought they were like i'm like oh well you know they're on the right path because they're making a co-op like left for dead and i'm like that'll be a really good like companion piece because saints and sinners is very much a crafting survival single player experience i was like sweet and then it just like Servios just went quiet and the game went quiet. Well, it missed, it, it, it just started missing because they, they promised delayed. it for like end of the year 2019, I think was the original plan. Then it got delayed. And then it was like, oh, like spring 2020 delayed. And then summer 2020 delayed. And I think it, when it came out end of the year 2020, right? And, Am I, I don't even remember people, but people had played at the game show that earlier version of it, right? Yeah, Walking Dead was end of 2020, basically. Oh. Yeah, so it was, it was basically delayed almost a whole year from their original promised release date. They had said in their trailer, like, fall 2019 or something like that. Um, and like you said, not only did they quiet, but then... And it was in the 11th hour when they were like, oh, yeah, guys, by the way, uh, no more multiplayer. Yeah, and that upset a player. lot of people. Yeah, well, well, I mean, it was stupid, though, because... Like I just like oh just, blah, blah, blah. I don't know if the multiplayer wasn't this wasn't working or maybe it was my theory was that they couldn't get co-op to work on the PSVR that might have been one of the contributing factors is that maybe they, you know just because they had avoided it with raw data before and they didn't put it into Electronauts mm-hmm. obviously they had it working on on Creed and Battlewake but I'm just wondering if there was just some issues there or maybe it just I don't know wasn't coming together but. It really seemed like they were like, ooh, look at Saints and Sinners with their narrative. We could do that. And they completely changed directions, which was so stupid. And it's what killed them because they ended up going head to head against one of the best VR games. It was doomed to fail. Honestly, with Saints and Sinners knocking it out of the park as far as, I mean, no one knew what to expect from Saints and Sinners. And then the fact it was the game it was, which is like basically game of the year across you know multiple people who you know care about this kind of shit. Like it's it's still we always talk about Alex and Saints and Sinners, and we always say Saints and Sinners is the better VR game. Like Saints and Sinners, it did raise the bar as far as like horror and physicality, and so like it raised that bar. So the fact there was a second Walking Dead license that should have been out, it should have been out before Saints and Sinners. Let's keep that in mind. Yes, but now it's coming out afterwards and. 
on the biggest feature, like you know, walking to walking to onslaught, if it had multiplayer, the same game like that released, if that had two player co op, would be a substantially better game, just because you know it's arcade, you know, killing zombies it was like crazy, very arcadey. Like, that was, but uh, yeah. Whereas you know, doing that with, with a buddy would have made that a lot better, especially the, with just by design. Would have been like, hilarious. Dude, guys would have had so much fun with. Oh that. man. But even the campaign, as far as like going through through raids and stuff, imagine like okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go in this building. Like you watch my back, buddy. I'm gonna like just just looting. Like one guy's just looting, one guy's just sitting there, just trying to axe everything. In, yeah. You know, every, just, oh. there, like, there was so much potential for multiplayer madness that once that was gone, well, there there was a it was a big deflating. Like the hype just deflated from that game. I um, feel was, like there was still, and I still feel like some of the multiplayer uh, aspects of that game are are in there. Like, I feel like some of those level designs and such, I feel like there's, I and I mean, I'd be, I'm almost positive that must be the case. So there's definitely some DNA left from what their original direction was going to be. But even the graphic style changed a little bit. They went for a little more, a bit of a realistic look. And uh, well, it was based on the TV series. Yeah, I think they were definitely kind of aping that. That's not what it looked like when they were doing the co-op thing. Like it changed its look a little bit. I mean, it got better looking, but like. I mean, it was really arcadey, though. We talked about how serious oh, we're yeah. doing that, but that was one of the things that people hated um, about it was that it was like, for example, the weapons had no weight to them. There was no real stamina to it. You could just freaking swing away. And, uh, and it was awesome. And it was awesome. <laughs> I mean, I've got a video of me just, just like 30 guys. Just, and I had a lot of fun with it. And it, and if, and I'm like, I remember just thinking, if you look at it like that, if it's just like, this is the, action equivalent this is the action companion to saints and sinners like saints and sinners you're always undergunned you're always worrying about resources which is what i loved about it but this game just let you loose eventually yeah um i didn't hate it uh I? but i definitely feel like there were it was a game that felt like their ideas shoehorned into it's like oh you could develop your compound and that was man that was that was so lame yeah i mean i I actually the idea of developing a compound was awesome but the fact you couldn't walk through said compound because it was all fenced off it feels like it was just like we we need to give them game depth we need to give them something to do and then and even the even the resource runs like it was kind of weird like you were trying to run through it with this red mist like this, no, it had the it had like the the, the silhouettes. Yeah, the I know exactly. But it was like basically you're running against a clock to grab resources, and then you could use those back at camp. It really felt like they were like, "Oh shit, we need resource gathering," because that's what Saints and Sinners have. Like, I feel like that was added in. Like, I don't know. I think I mean, just given the direction they're going, as far as like the arcade style, to me there was like to me they always had that. To me, it seemed like that was always the intention. I don't it doesn't feel tacked on to me. It just oh. feels like maybe that wasn't the best idea. It just feels I mean, like it feels like there was the game, there was the campaign, and then there was the oh shit, resource yeah, gathering. They like resource gathering, true. and so. and we need to add some replay replayability to this. So, Which sucked. That was actually the worst part of the campaign. I hated when it. You, I hated when you. I didn't mind doing it the first time. Yeah, I was like, okay, I'll do this map once, sure. But it was like, yeah, you you need more wood, so like go do it again. Like man, like I did play the same map again. You can, you can play you know there's like there's six levels in total. But when you start playing the same again and again, and even though the zombies change up and, and the locations of the loot changes up, it was still like, I gotta do this again. And it was like, the anti Saints and Sinners, and in many ways, anti to the show, too, and the fact that, like, you were rushing. It's like, no, yeah. you're the, you're being strategic and sneaking and trying to be quiet. Like, that was, I don't know. It just, it was well, definitely... Well, it was a real time when the show stopped taking zombies seriously, so that was kind of there, too. Headshot, 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 headshot. Yeah, I mean, well, that I mean that was something I was going to say is that 
with Servios delaying the release of the game, they also came out when people were starting to, I think, feel a little more zombie fatigue from Walking Dead and just other, even games itself. And so that delay also worked against them from that. But really, it was they were so easy to compare them to Saints and Sinners. I don't necessarily think it was fair, but at the same they time, they were second, man. Impossible. They were second. It's just it's that simple. They were second, and you know people already had Saints. They already had their Walking Dead game, so they weren't clamoring. Like they were, they were, everyone, everyone was waiting to, waiting to see how this one played. Whereas I'm sure Saints Series was just like instant buy, Walking Dead, awesome. But they already had the Walking Dead, so like, do we want to invest in a lesser, so lesser yeah. quality title? So I don't think it's sold very well as well. I think a lot, oh yeah, a lot of people. Wait. The word got out quick. The word got out really quick. Like this game is not Saints and Sinners. Like it's basically you know, across the board. It was like it was you know a worse game in damn near every way. And I don't think it's a worse game in every way. It's just a different game in no, some it's, ways. It's a and more it's polished not- zombie game than most of them, in many ways for sure. Like, but it definitely had that's that. Or that modern Servios um, lack of of like quality, I quality control. I felt like, and just and missteps. Like you know, like let's put it this way: not quality control necessarily, lack of product testing, where they brought out the game and people went, "Ugh," you know, like we don't like that stamina meter in Creed. Oh, you don't? How did you not know that? Like, how did you not test this shit? And it's like. You know, and then when you jump into uh, Battle Wake, this is boring as fuck. There's not enough depth. How do you not know that? And I feel like yeah. Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, again, people were or not sorry, um, Walking Dead Onslaught. You know, there was a lot of people that complained about the fact that like, like some of the like some of the feel of the combat and they and they they patched that game a lot. Mm-hmm. Made the enemies harder. Like I haven't played it in forever but i remember that they've gone they went in and patched the crap out of that game we're sorry and it's just like that's not the old servios <laughs> um no and like you said it's for it was like a year of delays it's just like for for why like, you know it, just, it didn't it didn't make sense to have this you know what was promised what was given to be like this took an extra year to give us this. And I'm not cheating on. Like, I don't. I'm not a game dev. I don't know. You know. Obviously, they had to change directions from you know two two players to single player. You know, and I'm sure that was a big hit when they had whenever they made that call. But you know, it's still it just it just sucked, and you could just see it that it just wasn't. Yeah, I just it. Uh, yeah, like I said, it wasn't bad, but it once again like once I once I wrapped the game, I had no desire to return to it. I you know I was I was done. It also felt a little grindy. It had a like of, it had a bit of a, a freemium vibe to it, where mm-hmm. I felt like like we don't have a lot of levels, and we've got these like replayable levels, um, where at the end you're gonna you know you're gonna get some some loot, but it was kind of like to to get forward to unlock the next mission and the next weapon and stuff. There was quite a bit of grindiness to it, which I know they patched as well. I just I at this point for me, Servios had lost that shine. Uh, they were no longer like, oh my god, what's Servios doing next? Like I remember us saying, like, but then what? they came out with their next title, and everything changed. <laughs> Look, it's Puzzle Bubble VR, <laughs> but it they did they did a perfectly fine job. It's just it's not it's not a great license. It's not like a license that like is going to move headsets or move consoles. It's kind of one of those games that has appeared on every console since its release that's like oh that's a five dollar puzzle bubble game i'll play that for half an hour and you know this the vr version um felt the same it actually had some really really polished visuals um there wasn't a lot going on 
But what was that? It looked really good. Some really awesome lighting effects as far as like like Bob or Bib, whatever it is, like like there beside you, like throwing you the ball and yeah, yeah making. Well, you and noises. I played multiplayer. Oh yeah, we did too. So, <laughs> fuck this game. But is that is so? <laughs> it's not that they have that. I just it's just no. It's Puzzle Bobble in VR. It's literally exactly what you think it would okay. be. It's exactly that. When Tetris was announced for VR, I I think most people were like, really, this is what we got VR for. And Tetris in VR was fucking awesome. I loved, I absolutely loved it. I was like, this is totally why I play VR. It was amazing. Puzzle Bobble in VR was everything I thought Tetris in VR was going to be. I'm like, yeah, this is, this game doesn't need to be in VR. It's all right. All. It's all right. Don't, I also made it all 3D and the things around, you could fight each other and but, things got really intense. <laughs> but, but, but talking about, you know, again, like seeing the direction shift a little bit with. Servios, after a couple of failures in the VR scene, basically, I would say Onslaught and Battlewake did not make good money. They were I, they were not, I would say they were not successes for the studio, especially with the amount of light licensing probably cost for Walking Dead. Um and how long it was that? in and how long it was in development. That's true. Uh then Puzzle Bobble comes out and it's flat as well. And I thought, yeah. you know, so it's, I was like, I remember thinking like, oh, Servios is doing flat now too. Like, are they, are they going like CCP who did Valkyrie guys? Um, are they kind of going that route where they're like, we just can't well, make CCP money Well, CCP was flat first though. True. <laughs> so True. it's not like that at all. I guess. Well, but I just felt like it was a studio that was like, we just can't <laughs> make a, a shark <laughs> Fuck you. But yeah, but you know what I mean? A VR studio that was like, we just can't make a go of this. Like, right. Yeah. We gotta go back to flat. Uh, yeah. Another one that did that was Anshar Studios. They looks like they've dropped VR, but they're working on. They just brought a big ass title out, and it's escaping me right now. It's a PlayStation. We talked about the PlayStation Five thing because they were. Oh, it's um, uh, uh, the scary one. I layers of fear, layers of fear. Layers of Fears, whatever that one is. That wasn't them. Yeah, Anchar's attached to that. No, but they're attached to the Oh, next yeah, one. okay, I see here. I think, I think, is that it? Oh. I don't know, they brought Game Deck, and uh, they brought Outriders. Uh, they brought out Dead by Daylight. Like, I mean, they've had, I didn't know this until I looked them up a little while ago. Did they... Is that developing or publishing? Because that's a very different thing. I don't know. They're involved. That's, that's a very different thing, though, from devving and publishing. But according to what I was reading a little while ago, it's kind of on a side note, it does sound like they shut down their VR side. Um, after Telefrag, they probably should. But <laughs> I was gonna say Telefrag was yeah, it was you know people love one on one shooters. <laughs> <laughs> such a bad idea. Such a market go man. So bad. Like you know, I remember, I remember playing the game early access, and it was just like, like, is there plans to add like more players? People like, can't. No, it's, in VR, the problem is that people can't find a lot of people to play with, so we'll make it so they only have to find one. Yeah, but we're gonna make these levels big enough for. 10 <laughs> Anyways, this is this is uh this is the servios episode not the anchor yeah, episode i know anyway look, puzzle bobble i mean oh, I, but look look but i mean servios knew what they were making obviously they were I, honestly I, I bet you they were hired like i bet you um bandai namco or whoever the heck i think it's bandai i think that's their game and they i, I bet you they were looking for a studio to make you know what i thought when i first saw that they brought that out i was like that's a keeping the game that's keeping the doors open game 
Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. But that being said, they did a, they, to me, they did a perfectly fine job with that game. It's just it's not – no one was like – no one is sitting there like Puzzle Bobble, 10 out of 10 game of the year. No one's ever said that. No. Maybe the first year. And it wasn't garbage. Maybe. It wasn't garbage. I guess it was kind of polished. But I, super polished. But it just felt like hired gun garbage. I mean, like no, I, I just – it's just like as for from a VR perspective and the studio and what they've made, like Walking Dead Onslaught looked like – like innovative as fuck. I'd liken it to I'd liken it to um, Angry Birds VR. Yes, the, uh, yeah, same same feel. Yep, totally, absolutely. Uh, like, yep, you did it. It's in VR you now. Did it, and it's all right. Like this, yep. you know. And <laughs> I was it, like, that... and I was worried about them. And then they brought out this, and then they brought out this like a like a, a totally flat screen game. Uh, big rumble boxing creed champions i was like oh. which is basically just using i know and that's where i was really worried not just the creed license but it looked like they used a lot of the assets too and i was well, like, that's what i'm saying oh yeah i'm sorry i meant the assets. i just yeah. felt like they were sitting there going fuck we need to make some money well we still got that license kicking around and we've got the assets let's make a flat version and put it out there it'll sell I think I, I mean not that I know obviously I mean Servios if you're watching leave us a comment but I mean to me it just seemed more like they're just they're dipping their toe into seeing mm-hmm. and and just seeing what would work I mean like I said they already had all the assets there so it's just a matter of making it into a flat game you know to me you know like, they're still very much a VR company like they, they're, well they're I was worried that's but this is where I'm going <laughs> with this right I mean um, everything was pointing to the fact that Servios might not be you know doing vr anymore like it does you know puzzle bobble was like weak sauce and then and then creed rumble boxing or the fuck it was um <laughs> you know it was kind of like oh my god like I, I have no idea how that game reviewed either i don't either but it's like now it's but now it's not even coming to vr right um yeah it looks like a, well okay we, we, we already we already got the vr version that's like that's no but i mean like the fact that they were doing a non-vr title it's just like oh shit is servios not doing now they're not doing vr like i'm just saying it definitely made me go wow you know a couple of failures and then a game that was definitely felt like you know it was they were hired to do it and then ign now, gave it a four out of ten Metacritic's average 67% yeah. and quick reviews are like three stars or oh, five stars. Five yeah. Stars, Cause they probably reviews. phoned it the fuck in. <laughs> well, I'm sorry to say it, but they probably did. Anyways. And that brings us to the news that hit this week. It was that Servios was doing a aliens VR game. Ooh. Aliens with an S on the end. So that an official, an official VR game, yeah. you know, talk about alien isolation, which gets a lot of praise for being in VR. That's not officially in VR. So this is the first official aliens licensed VR yeah. title. And again, Servios going with the big license. Good for them. I mean, damn. Well, they're attached to MGM. As, well, I guess no, that's, that's, I said MGM was one. Yeah, and, yeah. Now, no, and this is now this is 20th century, whatever Disney, yeah. 20th century, Disney, 20th century, Disney. <laughs> uh, but, and so I was like, I don't know. What do you think when you when you heard that? What was your thought? I didn't know if they could do it. Like I said, up until I played Westworld Awakening earlier today, to me I was like, I don't know if they have the chops. Not even they have the chops. I just don't know if they have have, have the right direction. I guess is a better way to say it. I mean, they've made stellar titles in the past. It's just a matter of like what they do with it. Are they making a full like first person shooter, multiple level, like ten hour campaign? It's been or confirmed. It be- first player. Okay, so single player? Yep, I made that mistake. Uh, I made a comment on Twitter today and somebody corrected me and I went and reread the press release and it is, yes, this is a single player action adventure title. Sure, but so so is it a single player like wave shooter experience? Like is it a single player? Like we don't, we still don't know 
I mean, you, you, like you could, you could, you have to assume it's going to be a first-person shooter. You kind of have to assume that. But I mean, there are other genres in VR as well. And I don't think they'll do that. They definitely all all of all of Surveillance's games have always been first-person. So I, I would assume that they're sticking with that. They're not going to go crazy and make it like, oh, it's a tactical, you know, like a like a RPG or something. Not RPG RTS. That's what I was going for. They're not going to do anything. I know what that. it's going to be. I know what it's going to be. Here's a shug fact. You're yeah, gonna, exactly. You're going to be you're going to be the xenomorph. And this is how you're going to get around the level. <laughs> no, yeah, it'll be like this. It'll be like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It'll use the jumping button, um, the jumping or pulling motion from uh, sprint. full body tracking. You have to move your legs too. Run like a dog. You're going to be an alien with rollerblades. <laughs> like I said, my my hope, honestly, my, if it's if they said single player and they said single player only, then just that fact alone, honestly, without jo- joking aside, it has to be like a a lengthy campaign. Now, honestly, my big worry is that they're going to ape isolation. Um, maybe not to the full extent of isolation. Like they might still have actiony bits spread out throughout it, but I could totally see there being a nemesis vibe where you have to constantly look out for this crazy xenomorph that's like stalking you throughout the whole game and can't be killed because it's bulletproof or something stupid. I could totally see like aping Resident Evil style nemesis for that. Maybe. Like, but here's the thing. This is why I said to you, but it's aliens. aliens. And, and that's I, why I said they'll have shooter bits. And I think it's going to be a shooter. I mean, I think I. I mean, I think I'll be stunned if it's not a full blown FPS shooter in the Aliens world. But it's like okay, but like the Alien franchise is not known for having a lot of good titles. Like it's known for having a lot of fucking shitty titles. Like uh, all of them. <laughs> Colonial Marines was wicked. <laughs> that was the that was a big dumpster. One, yeah, no, that was a dumpster yeah. fire. No, I'm actually. Uh, AVP on PC. Everyone references that as like like the pinnacle. Then they brought Aliens Trilogy on the PS1 and the PC, which I loved. Um, That was a sweet ass game. Never played. I mean, one one thing we know the sound's going to be awesome because they'll get all the vaults. They'll get the vault open from, and they'll get all the aliens. It's like if like we better get the pulse rifle, right? But like, I mean, you don't play a lot of flat games, and I played quite a bit of uh, what is it, Aliens Fire Team whatever it is that was a, it was a four player left for dead type game that came out last year yeah i actually have it installed but never played it and it was a lot of fun until you kind of like went through it and then you were done with it and it had like the assets were gorgeous it sounded amazing it looked mm-hmm. amazing it even like almost acted like a bit of a sequel to prometheus because it went into the prometheus world a bit which was oh, that's cool. fucking awesome i loved prometheus and it really it like really blew that open a bit and you got to like end up running around like one of the prometheus ships and the ruins cool. and everything. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, so, like, the assets in it alone were worth playing the game for. And I think, I just... The closest... It's funny. It's, like, the closest they've done to this game that I think, like, if we figure it's going to be an FPS action title is Onslaught. Did they... Is there any release window at all, or they just announced they have the license? They're not saying... Uh, I think okay, it was... Yeah, that's actually, fine. it might have been next year, now that I think of it. 2023? Um... And with Servios, I'd have to, I mean, I'd have to assume it'll be a PS5 release as well. I mean, obviously I don't know. No, but it doesn't sound like it. It is, it is, uh, what's, it's con, actually, now that you mentioned that, let me see. They say it's a VR game. It is developed. (laughs) They say it is, uh, oh no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Developed for PC consoles and VR. So. And it's oh, it's so, using Unreal Engine five. Oh, oh I did, I did yeah. know that. I did know that. Woo. So I mean, 
So that, I mean, that in VR will be nuts, man. I mean, as long as, like I said, but we, by the time this comes out, um, we, they won't be, they're, they're making this for like current gen, right? This is, we're still calling it, it's current gen, PS5 and PC, like that it's going to look sexy, especially on Unreal 5 and with the headsets that we're all going to have across the board, this thing should look dynamite. It's not going to look cartoon, it's not going to look like a Servios game. It's going to look like something legit, unless they totally screw up and they shouldn't i mean honestly this whole episode i've definitely been you know we're the neg- negative nancies but you know service has dropped off the quality of their games and what people expected from you know it's dropped off to a point now where like i'm excited i'm excited that an aliens game's coming but at the same time like it does feel like there's like Servios's reputation is kind of riding on this game and not to say they could like like they're not gonna like service doesn't really phone it in you said that earlier, but they haven't really phoned in. They just, just kind of, I think, missed the mark as far as scope, scale, and maybe motivation. Like, you know, making things too arcadey or too simple because that's what people, you know, VRs, you know, I've heard developers, like people only use VR headsets for like 20 minutes at a time. So we're, we designed our game to be played 20 minutes at a time. It's like, yeah, but what if I play for like two hours? Well, now this is, now, now it's just old and boring because it's the same thing over and over. So... I have to assume by then they are thinking that, you know, like locomotion is solved. Like there's no sickness involved that even though that's overblown as it is, like the more I'm thinking about it, seriously, the more it has to be, you know, especially if it's being released flat as well. Now there's, there's also another level of expectation there. Like you can't release a three hour aliens game for Xbox, PS five and PC. It has to be like six plus eight plus, especially if it's a single player only. Now we're talking like eight to 10 Hours. Well, there's a lot. Like a full there's a lot of things here. Re- I'm just reading the a couple of different press releases here. Um, it's interesting if you try to like tie certain things together. Like they talk about. I still don't know if it's flat because they like a lot of these articles are like the the big header is a VR aliens game. Unless they're just using that because it's like the most interesting thing about the announcement. But then they'll say that it's coming to consoles, PC, and virtual reality platforms. But I don't know. See, co- it consoles sounds plural. Consoles plural automatically says it's flat. Unless they're, consi- really in- unless they're considering the quest. I, d- I, I know what you're saying. I, I The way it reads, it sounds like it's flat and, and in VR. And Yeah, for console, PC, and VR. So it's, it's very much going to be, to me, unless, there, unless there's a typo in their presser, it's a flat game and a VR game. It's a hybrid yeah, title. Which is good. I, I, I agree with you. In, in many ways, it makes sense for Servios because that's where they, it seems like they were heading with Puzzle Bobble. And doing 20th, 20th century games, by the way. There you go. Well, I'm you know what I'm saying though? Like, as we've been going through the history of Servios, what two things that they started to do was do licensing, and then they started to dabble in flat screen gaming. And it's and it also lines up with Sony's um take on seems like on Sony's take on VR is that like to make it viable, we've got to have VR. And I would, you know, and hopefully this ends up being a game like like a Squadrons thing or a Phasmophobia where it's like, yeah, it's flat, but VR is the way you really want to play this. This game is fucking awesome in VR. All right, I've got points here. So, do so I. this is my quick bit of research here, i.e. just looking this up now. Um, so game-based alien franchise, PC and VR platforms, an intense single-player action horror title. So action horror also kind of tells me maybe there's going to be a bit of a... Uh, um, isolation in there. Uh, 20th century games, developer creed. So it's set during the 57 year gap between the events in Alien and Aliens. Uh, the Aliens game will star a battle hardened veteran yep, that's that has a vendetta saying. against these xenomorphs, according to the game's official website. So, so and it sounds like a first person shooter where you're going to be a Marine. 
some but like I said the fact that a single player action horror title kind of tells me maybe a little more in the vein of like Resident Evil style where that would be the way to go I mean it, it lends itself to horror I mean look at Alien Isolation was atmospherically amazing and I never actually I have it in VR or I have the mod for it I've never played it which is crazy but I did play the flat screen game and eventually I got I don't want to say bored of the flat screen game, but I wanted to kill that motherfucker. And that's not the game. And I also got really, really anxious around constantly being stalked by this thing. And so those two things started to really get to me. Um, I like the idea of them. If I feel like if they were smart, they'd go, okay, we're going to take alien isolation. We're going to take everything that was good about that game. uh, But we're going to give the player the ability to push back a little more. And instead of being a soul stalking experience, we're going to, give them like you know more xenomorphs to kill i mean Mm. i think everybody wants to play that game in vr my only concern and this is the concern that we brought up before when it comes to hybrid titles it's like okay at least we know it's a vr studio it's a studio that knows how to do vr making it a hybrid game but it's still that concern that if it's in flats if it's in flat screen does do we lose out in vr a little bit you know does it is it going to have all the you know, all the two-handed gameplay and, like, just, you know what I mean? Like, is it going to be built for VR? So, I hope, I mean, I shouldn't say we don't know. I, w- I would hope so, only because it's probably still pretty early in development, and we've seen other games do that. I mean, No Man's Sky would be a, a good example of... Yeah, but it was a game that arms. went flat, and then they put in the time and the effort. I'm just saying, it's 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 just... That's what I'm saying, is they can do that, they can develop it in tandem, so it should which technically is, be easier. I And I agree, That's but that's the effort that would have to be put in. That's what I'm hoping to see in these hybrid titles. And yeah, and not just uh, push a button. Play, push play a, with your DS4, DS4, or or you move the gun, sets. but you press a button to reload and things like that. Like it's like don't do that, Servius. Like don't go backwards. Like you had it. You you know, I don't expect them to do that because they're a VR studio. But one thing that is interesting when you look at this is uh, I was reading here in the IGN one. It says here, um. Chief production officer. There's a new guy there. And he says, when I Jones joined Servios in 2020, uh, it was to build bigger, more ambitious games using the best franchises across console, PC, and VR platforms. So it does sound like there was new blood brought in, maybe to write the ship. Because the old blood was controversial. <clears throat> oh, was it? Did Servios yeah, have it issues? Was a, yeah, it was a guy who was like a anti-vaxxer and was very vocal about it and stuff. Oh. I think he got oust, 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 ousted, ousted, <laughs> ousted, it's ousted. <laughs> he got ousted a while back. And this must be, he must be the guy. I, I actually don't know the story, so I'm kind of talking out of my ass here. Other than the fact that you know, they had issues with that and that the guy's gone now. So Fucking woke-ass games industry. Anyway, um, but yeah, so I mean, hey, new blood, whatever, good, I guess. Uh, you know, it seems well, like, and, like and a shift in direction sounds great because, like I said, the the, the direction that I, yeah. was going was really not the direction we wanted them to go. Like it's so this when, sounds like a shift back to what we want. There's two things I love hearing about this that just that just give me a little game boner, and that is more ambitious games. He says, built bigger and more ambitious games. Yes, and like you said, the fact that it's a flat screen game means it's going to have a budget. Um, because yeah, they're, I mean, they they're, planning on, they're, they're planning on selling millions of copies. I, like with Aliens franchise, they're planning on selling millions of copies. So it's going to be it, it's, it won't be phoned in. They will have to sell millions of copies because I'm sure it's That's not a cheap franchise. And That's what I'm uh, yeah, and 
And the other thing is, is that, well, I mean, even from even for 20th century, there's been some crappy alien games, and I'm sure that they're being more careful with it. Like Fireteam didn't suck. Um, and the, anyways, the other thing is that Unreal Engine 5, that's huge. Um, that means it's going to be gorgeous. It's like <laughs> you aren't getting this on Quest, people. You're... Just make sure, Servios, that this is in there. 100%. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to have my pulse rifle and be doing this crap. Yep. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, when I hear Unreal 5, it's like, okay, so this is the future. Like, this is exactly the, this is the VR that Sony is hoping to see. It's, 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 you know, it's hybrid titles running like next, like AAA graphics. Like, and I mean, and it's, everything pointing with uh, unreal five is this could be good for vr is that it's because it's an engine that's way uh more efficient on utilizing gpu i'm excited honestly after this whole conversation like i'm excited now because this is honestly this is what we wanted in 2016 we wanted to have licensed licensed full full titles and we didn't get that and we, for the last six years, have been like, Wah, where's our licensed titles? Wah, how come we don't have any tie-ins? And we've only gotten like little sprinklings, little dabblings here and there. And this this sounds like what we want. We want to see these big franchises. Even though Aliens is like a movie franchise, it's still, a, like I said, it's, you know, it's, it's, it, has, it has a huge gaming franchise behind it. I'm not saying it's all amazing, but, you know, there's a pretty decent Alien, alien library of games out there. So, yeah, like that, this kind of has me excited that this is going to be what we've wanted for the last six years, like, you know, the, you know, we, we get this fully, you know, first person shooter, 10 hour game, single player campaign. That's just awesome in VR. I'm kind of pumped. Oh, it, le- it, it lends itself to it. Like give me a pulse rifle and have like face huggers jumping at me and I'm done. Like I am, I am so ready for that. And a full fleshed out single player game, which is actually like much more, my jam than this multiplayer stuff like if i if it was if it was a four player left for dead which is what i would have bet on before we got the details mm-hmm. i would have been like cool but then i have to play with people like and then the game only lives and dies on if i can find friends that still want to play it like after yeah. the fall comes to mind you know and it's like yeah it's like it's dead like for i mean until it brings up content and then it, and then it dies again like it's not you know like those games have a lifespan on them and if this is a game, you know, where they like say go like for the I don't know, like a, for lack of a better, like a far point, you know, it's like, good, I can replay it. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. And the game, there's so much. I mean, the atmosphere in the Aliens games, just the whole thing lends itself. It's like, oh, my oh, yeah. God, the motion detector and VR and down hallways and just everything about it. Oh, that'll be sweet. Holding that thing and watching the dot come towards you. Oh, man, I'm I'm pretty excited for that. So I just I guess I just what I'm saying is like going through this history of Servios, I I feel like they need to level up, though, to deliver this. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, 100%. Like, they've proven they can do the graphics in, in like, Awakening and in some ways Onslaught. You know, they've proved in the past that they can be innovative and polished. It's, it's like, they, but they need to, like, put all of that together. <laughs> um, because we don't need another shitty Aliens game. And, uh, you know, sweet. I mean, I just, I'm, I'm pumped. I mean, this could have gone... This could have been another four-player arcade game like the Ghostbuster game that's coming. And it seems like it's not going that route. And that's good. I agree. Yeah. We, we, I mean, this, we're still dealing with this problem now, but we don't have too many lengthy first-person shooters in VR. Even to, even 2022, they are still few and far between. Having a full six, eight, ten-hour single-player campaign, those are diamonds in the rough. They're diamonds in the rough. They just, they just don't happen, man, especially right now. Yeah. So... 
Well, I'm looking forward to an expansive single-player game. I, I can't wait. I'm pumped now. I'm pumped. We're pumped, Chris. Well, the, this is the kind of stuff we wanted, like you said. This is the kind of news that we wanted to hear. And I guess it's unfair that we that I immediately heard that and got, I went, Oh, I'm like, okay, Servios, don't fuck this one up. Um, but for those of you wanting to know more, save the date um, because Comic-Con San Diego, July 21st of this year is, they said they're going to be bringing more details. Um, Six days from this recording. So Chris, get this thing out fast yeah. <laughs> before we are totally out of date. So I'm, I'm going to guess that they'll show something, something. A cinematic trailer that shows us nothing. Yeah, with with the aliens name, it'll probably it'll it. I guarantee. I think it'll definitely be something where the A slowly starts to come in because it's never been done before. The I comes in slowly. Yeah, uh, that. This be is the you can tell my background. My background is alien. It looks isolation. totally alien like. Yeah. Yeah, it's got it's a, it's so small you can't make out the ship, but it's yeah. alien isolation. Oh really? Yeah, That's it's, cool. it's, it's, it's my I see the it there. Right? Yep, right there. Yeah, yep. but I was blocking it the whole time. Every other moving wallpaper was like just big aliens right behind me. I didn't want that there the whole episode, just drooling behind me. I liked Alien Resurrection. Funny. I liked Resurrection uh, more than a lot of people did. <laughs> with, the hybrid, with the hybrid alien at the end? I, I still didn't hate it. Oh, you're an idiot. That was so stupid. I remember seeing that in theaters. You'd be like, what the hell is this? Garbage? No, but I didn't hate it. It was. It felt like it was like uh, taking the horror from Alien 3 and trying to bring in some aliens. Is that Winona, that's Winona Ryder, right? She yep. was the android? Yep. Oh, God. <laughs> I just watched the, not Prometheus, what's the, what's the follow-up one? Oh, um, Co- Covenant. Yeah, I actually, I, I enjoyed that. I like the first half of Covenant. And I then, I, the second, then I feel like Ridley Scott just like left it to someone else. I mean, this, I think that's what happened, wasn't it? No, Prometheus. No, I, Prometheus no. had some creative issues around it. I think the Covenant had some studio meddling. Well, they well of course want, they did. Because Scott wanted to do a sequel to Prometheus, and the studio was like, "No, yeah. we want more yeah. of whatever yeah. you get here." But I didn't hate it. I mean, knowing what I heard, I was expecting just trash. I, just and I, was like, the first oh, half, I thought the first half was awesome. Like it was visually atmospherically everything about it was amazing um like when they first got infected and the things were running through the trees like everything about that i was like fuck this is sweet but once they got to the ruins i won't ruin anything i just because kind of like this is going in a weird place it did it did definitely it now thinking back it does feel like two different movies just yeah it was definitely and i and i actually just listened to a a podcast with neil blomkamp the director of district nine and and elysium and stuff and for anyone who was paying attention to the aliens franchise he was originally on deck and he was developing like actively developing uh, a sequel to aliens he was going Mm -hmm. to ignore alien 3 sigourney weaver you didn't know this no, I, I didn't know he was ignoring. I didn't know oh, he yeah. was ignoring Alien Three. I just he was, yeah, going, I knew he was behind it. Sigourney was going to come back, and they were bringing Newt back, and and uh, and what's his face? Um, Michael Bean was going to come back. Like he did makeup tests. That's how far they got. You can look it up. Um, oh, that's cool. And Michael, so they were, he was going to do like basically what everybody said a sequel to Aliens where they didn't kill off the characters they spent an entire movie developing, and they were all. And I guess Sigourney was really psyched with the direction they were going to in it. Um, I don't know. Maybe they were just stuck in cryo forever and they aged. <laughs> but uh, Michael Bean just showed up in Walking Dead, ironically enough. Oh, really? TV series. Sweet. Yeah, for one episode. Love Michael really Bean. And, uh, so do I. <laughs> and, I mean, and he had an amazing career that Cameron gave him. And then uh, if he wasn't doing a Cameron movie, 
sucked. I mean, he's using the rock. Oh, good point. He was. That was sweet. Too. That's about it. <laughs> but uh, he had a good run. Uh, he was in that Far Cry Far Cry DLC. That yes, he was Dragon DLC, Blood Dragon, or whatever. Yeah, he was. <laughs> that, stuff like that. that was sweet too. Oh, you got it. Remembering? Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? Oh, so then that Alien sequel was happening, and then like Ridley came back. It was like, no, I want to make another Alien movie. Like Blomkamp even confirmed it that he's like, well, it's Ridley's baby. And, I like Prometheus. And they just, I love Prometheus, issues. but this is a covenant. Covenant was what squashed that aliens. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that was not worth it. Blonkamp doing an alien movie. Fuck. And Blonkamp was supposed to do a Halo movie. He keeps getting fucked. And he's amazing. Well, we got the Halo. Maybe, but have you, you haven't seen the Halo TV series. It's pretty good. I've heard mixed. Well, it should be. Yeah, it's up and down, but I, I over it starts off weaker and gets kind of stronger and stronger. There's one totally filler episode like this is maybe the second last episode that was like well that was unnecessary like totally unnecessary but it ended all right i don't know I, I, let me ask you Halo, is master uh, chief transgender not yet <laughs> that's a good <laughs> Our, so far they haven't completely gone off the rails then um okay uh, okay before we go have you, have you have you watched the boys now now we're just rambling have you watched the boys i haven't watched season three, season three yet i heard it's I awesome know. i'll i'll wait till there's a really wonderful joke in there but i'm not gonna spoil it is um, it bad i heard it's awesome no, 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 no. What's that wonderful joke in there? I don't want to spoil it. And I'll so I'm also a really big hand, uh, fan of Jensen Ackles, who came from Supernatural. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Uh, he came from Smallville. He left Smallville to do Supernatural and, like, screwed Oh, was he really? Like, sixth season. Yeah. Okay. They, had to, they, 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 they had to kill him in an explosion because they didn't know he was coming back. And he was like, yeah, no, I'm not coming back to this trash. Okay, show. well, then he did 23 <laughs> seasons of, uh, of Supernatural. <laughs> Actually, Dude, I I've never 15? seen. I've seen 15? bits and pieces. Sixteen. I've I watched it all. With I guess fifteen. Anyways, fun. That's it's, crazy. It's good times. But anyway, I guess we should wrap this up. <laughs> what else can we talk about? Just rambling. <laughs> um. Yeah, guys. Thanks for thanks for tuning in. Um. And uh, doing the up and down ride with us as we bounce through episodes here every every couple of weeks. Like I said, that will that will settle. Um. By the end of the summer, probably for me. Um. If you're at the end here. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, share it, share it, share it, share it. Tell your friends. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, we, we do plan being more consistent. We do plan going back to the weekly schedule uh, once it's possible. So, you know, it's summer and his job and even my job, I guess at times, it, you know, it does make recording these things kind of difficult. So if we're not, you know, if an episode doesn't appear at that, you know, every two weeks, don't be like, what the heck? Like we are doing our best to get them out there. It's just really tough right now. Um, I, you know, vacations are coming up too for both of us as well. So it's at least for me, I guess I should say for me. So we're not going anywhere. It's just been, you know, vacations are for pussies. Yep. (laughs) Anyways, guys, thanks for tuning in. Um, let us know the Servios journey and, uh, about them getting aliens. And also, um, what you think they should do. So I, I mean, agree. Yeah, I mean, really, comments. really interesting to see what they do with the franchise. They do say in the notes of the one thing you and I didn't mention was that they're like, there's lots of original stories to tell. So it doesn't sound like they're going to go down the road of, of like Sigourney. Well, it, it takes place in between yeah. one and two. They already said yeah. so. Yep. And 57 year gaps, a pretty big year. Gap. There's a lot of, a lot of stories to be told in 57 years. So, you know what? If they don't fuck it up, I would love stories set in that time period. It's screaming for it because we know the aliens were around. We know we now now they weren't just on that one LV, whatever that one planet was. 
Um, mm. We know that they didn't start like basically coming out of out of uh, <laughs> out of their hibernation until around the time, coincidentally, that Ripley woke up seventy five years later, or whatever. But there's a huge chunk of time there of what's going on in that. I'm just curious to know if if they're if mankind has run into them again because we know that like we know that uh, surface. Um, oh my god, my I'm completely blanking on the company name. The oh, I don't. You're a bigger alien guy than I. I know, and I can't believe I'm blanking on it because the company's in Blade Runner, and they were like, "Oh, it's anyways." I got a shirt. Uh, um, Waitani. Um, sure. Yeah. Anyways, Waitani isn't it waiting? No, it's Waitani. It's something Waitani, and I'm I'm blanking right now. But anyways, the fact that they were obviously knew about the aliens and they were fucking around with shit so if they you know if they really decide to like flesh out a, a, a proper story i'd be down not just well not not we just not see. just a lone marine on a planet with alien one man right. will survive shut up chris in a world <laughs> say goodbye chris goodbye chris goodbye chris goodbye <laughs>